the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, thanks a lot for hanging out with me. Why? Because it's open phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair. Now give you my phone number and uh, say a word of prayer and then we're off to the races. However, the Lord wants to GPS our lives together. Now is our hour together. The first hour of rush hour out of the nation's capital. Here is my phone number, 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Give me a call. Ask me any question uh, you want to ask me. Uh, I can address any question. Uh, surely can't answer any question, but we uh, know the one who has all the answers. We can always talk to him. We've got the word of God uh, to, to consult with uh, many smart listeners. So if God is leading you to give me a call, well, just maybe he'll have what you need uh, when you step out in faith and call me. But race, religion, relationships, anything where you need a bridge to be built, let's talk about it. Uh, I'm going to pray. My uh, my phone number you've already heard my other details you can always go to andersonspeaks.com or embracegracism.com and there you can also get a hold of me uh, and if you've downloaded the gracism app that's racism with a g in front of it if you do that there's a little phone icon you can just push that and it'll call me during the show so pretty cool either way let's get hooked up and let's get connected but first, let's connect and get hooked up with the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity you give us to connect with you and you with us uh, through your son, Jesus Christ. We turn today's show over to you in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, I am so happy to be able to hang out with you on this beautiful Friday. TGIF, right? Thank God it's Friday. Did you receive my free textpiration uh, this morning, every Friday morning, 7 a.m., you get a text from me, absolutely free, uh, a word of inspiration, just a shot in the arm to encourage your heart. So if you got that, great. If you didn't get it, uh, just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. One word, INSPIRE, I-N-S-P-I-R-E, to the number 90000. 
972-647-9700 or 97,000. All righty. Well, let's go ahead and get this thing kicked off in Oxon Hill, Maryland with Gracie, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Gracie. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Um, I'm okay, and you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking today? Well, we're supposed to, when we go to heaven, we're, uh, we're going to be awake all day. We don't sleep. Um, I, I think that's in the Word of God. Is that right? Well, I don't know if there says there's no sleep in heaven. I know there's no sleeping or any slumbering of God. God never sleeps or slumbers. But I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard, and maybe somebody else will have a scripture, but that there will be no rest or no sleep in heaven. In fact, I, there are passages that talked about eternal rest and that we will have rest from uh, fighting war and from striving. So we know that there's rest in heaven. But is there sleep in heaven? You know, I've never been asked that, and I don't know if I have a Bible passage that comes to my mind that would verify that. Okay, because the reason why I was asking is just it, you're used to sleeping, and so it sounds like you know if you're going to be awake all day, it's you wonder how to deal with that when you like I said when you're used to sleeping. Yeah. So it's well. Just, no matter what you're used to on earth, you don't have to worry about that in heaven in that uh, if uh, you get to heaven and you don't need sleep, you don't have to worry about, well, I was used to it, so now what am I going to do? You're not going to have that kind of uh, sorrow in heaven. You're only going to have good stuff. And so don't worry about how God's going to handle your energy. Whatever it is, it's going to be perfect, okay? Okay. All right, okay. my sister. Take care. But by the way, get some good sleep right now while you can, all right? <laughs> okay all right we'll talk to you later blessings to you i know we're going to be worshiping the lord all the time and having a great time like the garden of eden and so you know the idea of rest uh was put into creation one day out of the out of the seven days so we know that there was sabbath rest in creation before the fall so i assume that rest is something that will be something continuously a part of our eternal existence but the idea of sleep if anybody knows uh, a thought about that i'd be interested in hearing that sleeping in heaven i have never heard that question before i love new questions now i gotta go find out all right hey listen 888-432-7434 is my number let me go to alvin in columbia maryland uh, well, you know what? I'll get to Alvin a little bit later. Let me do this. Let me run to my commercial break while I can. And as soon as I get back, Alvin, I'll hit you if you're still there. And the rest of you, get in now while you fit in now. 888-43-BRIDGE. would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. Best Buy, 
that smelly basement. And let me tell you something. Amber and I had some basement issues. We called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came and they helped us out. If you have mold, mildew, cracks, blistered paint in your walls, or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe, then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with me, David Anderson, and I'm hanging out with you on this open phone in Friday Hey, listen, today's show is all about you. So what do you want to talk about with me? I'm a pastor. I'm a family man. I've got a wonderful church in Columbia, Maryland, as well as in Owens Mills, Maryland. I am the chancellor of a graduate school. You want to talk about graduate education at a master's or a, a, a doctoral level? I've got my doctorate, uh, my doctor of philosophy in the sociological integration of religion and society uh, from uh, then Oxford Graduate School now known as Omega Graduate School. So you know what? We can talk about a lot. We can talk about kids. We can talk about race or politics. Whatever it is, I make Fridays your day for your topic. Let me give you my number, then I'm going right back to the phone line. 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to College Park, Maryland, and talk to Francis, who's on the line. Hello, Francis. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Oh, hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for calling me. What are you thinking? Yes, I wanted to talk about, I know this was years ago, about the Supreme Court's decision to define marriage or whatever it was that they did. Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking about it. I know it, it happened years ago, but I was thinking about it. And we've always talked about the separation of state and religion. Yeah. And... Um, I think that that it wasn't their decision to make because they were trying to make a decision over what is considered a holy sacrament from God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think they should excuse themselves from that decision. It should have been one of those things where they said, it's a separation of state and religion. We cannot rule on what is considered a religious sacramental institution. What do you think? Well, you know, I would have preferred it be called something else, to be honest with you, uh, a civil union or anything like that, having the same exact rights uh, as people who are married. I would have liked marriage to be a sacred 
uh, institution only. But the reality is it's not a sacred institution only. It's also a secular institution. And so what I would say, and of course everyone's not going to agree with me here, Francis, so I'd love to hear your response when I give it. But what I would say is that there's a difference between secular marriage and sacred marriage. And I would say if you want a sacred marriage, you need to have a preacher, a, a priest, a, a clergyman, and you need to do it uh, as a spiritual ceremony before God. If you want a secular marriage, then, you know, then define it as a secular marriage and whatever you guys want to call it. It's secular. It's not of God. It's of two people making a contract with one another to live together, give them the same rights. But a, a, a covenant before God would be a sacred marriage. And there's, of course, a lot of marriages that, you know, male and female who are, you know, I don't think they're sacred. I mean, they may be secular marriages, and I'm fine with it. But I really believe that there's a difference between being married before God and then being married before men just because two people want to get together and live together. What do you think? I think you made a very valid point there because long before this was made, you know, um, official was made, we had, I know there were issues where um, homosexual couples or lesbian couples were having issues with trying to get um, their uh, partner's um, belongings or possessions when they pass away or being able to make a sure. medical decision for them. Sure. And they had that. Like the civil liberty, which that's right. Actually, the state, yeah, that was something the state came out and said, okay, we will allow, we will approve of civil unions, right. and that would have been an option. And I that's think right. that the Supreme Court missed an opportunity there. That's right. Well, and you know, not just the Supreme Court, but our country and making. Uh, laws that basically gave married couples some benefits and advantages, which I'm cool with, but then if you have a gay couple that's been together 25 years and one of them's in the hospital or one of them dies, you can't have the same access even though they've loved one another and, and they've bonded their lives together. You know, I'm like, look, you know, uh, give, give them the civil rights, you know, so I'm not trying to discriminate. Um, but I just like the idea when we're talking about marriage before God uh, to say, hey, listen, if you're going to be married before God, this is what a sacred marriage looks like in Scripture. And if you're not a part of that religion or a religion or you're not a part of that belief system, no problem. You have the same rights. You know, so it's not like I want right. discrimination at all. I just believe that, you know, God created a uh, man and woman to be married for a lifetime and uh the best way you can do that i think is god's ideal now a lot of us don't reach god's ideal i get it i understand it there's death there's divorce there's uh, abuse i get it but god's ideal design in my opinion only is male and female for a lifetime what do you think i'll give you the last word yes i agree with you completely but i think that there are people who are just who are uh, determined to destroy or reconfigure our society as it is, and that includes uh, eliminating all the traditional ways of thinking in our society. Sure. That's probably why they were not satisfied with that civil union, which the state or the government could have passed and said, hey, we may not be able to define marriage because yeah. it's sacred in the eyes of the Christians, but sure. we can say, go ahead, 
the civil union, we recognize you. I would have liked that personally, and I think that if there was one thing that I, uh, you know, I could come up with a couple of things I, I did not agree with President Obama on, but that was one of them. I think he really pushed the needle uh, or the ball across the finish line on that one, and, and it's unfortunate. I, I, I prefer, again, equality and equity, but yet uh, keep the institution of marriage, the traditional institution based on scripture and based on faith. That's it. So, hey, thanks a lot, Francis. I appreciate you from College Park, Maryland, okay? Thank you very much, Dr. Addison. I will see you on Sunday. Blessings to you. Can't wait to meet you uh, at some point in time on a Sunday. Hey, listen, let's go to uh, Burtonsville, Maryland, and talk to Jay, who's on the line. Hey, Jay, Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Well, thank you so much, brother. This is Jay Lee, your friend. Hey, Jay Lee. How are you, Pastor? I haven't heard from you in, <laughs> in years, so you're still living, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, I still have uh, six kids, and we are doing well. Thank you so much. Oh, Lord. I'm going to say, oh. It's all growing and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, oh. So what's your comment or question today? Are you just calling to say hi? No, I wanted to just do both. Okay, Pastor. Hello, and good to hear that you are well on the radio. And I am actually writing a book, and I wanted to get some feedback from you also later. Okay. The question uh, that I have is uh, actually lofty. Why did God create the universe? Hmm. Not human beings, but the universe. The universe, well, everything, uh, of course, it, that includes human beings. Okay. Because the primary reason for the universe was humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So I just wanted to know what you meant by the universe. So, you know, we have to ask God that one day. What was your motivation, Lord? But my guess is, and it's only conjecture, <laughs> it's only my guess and conjecture, Jay, and that is it is an outflow of God's character uh, and his creativity. And so, you know, if you're a creator— you just said you're writing a book. Why are you writing it? It could be because there's a problem out there or there's a, uh, an issue that you want to talk to. But most of all, it's creation. You are creating a document for other people to read. That just comes out of your uh, humanity. Well, I think out of God's deity, he's a, he's a creator God. So he, he's probably been creating throughout eternity. But the reason why he created humankind was so that he can now relate to his creation differently than he's ever related to creation or angels before. He wanted some free-willed free -willed beings to be able to relate to him uh, and him to them in a very special way. I think that's why he created humankind. What do you think about that, Pastor? <laughs> well, one of the reason why I asked the question is because I've been thinking about a question for 28 and a half years until the Lord opened my eyes. Mm. And that was, why was why was Jesus' death uh, for humanity acceptable to the Father? Because mm -hmm. the primary reason why Jesus died was not necessarily for humanity, yeah. but because God the Father required the sacrifice on behalf of humanity if humanity was to be set free. Yeah, and so and brought back uh, to him. Right after I became, right, right. Mm -hmm. So right after I became a Christian, when somebody pointed that out, I said, "Wow, that's true." But then, why did he accept Jesus 
uh, a sacrifice on behalf of humanity. I can I can see the requirement, but why did he accept that? Mm. It's, it's in a moral system, in a moral system that that will never fly. When a judge sentences a criminal to death, yeah. his family, his colleagues, sure. his friends, nobody can come up and say, "I will die in his place." Yeah, that's right. And yet, God the Father did that. Absolutely. He said just to the Lord to well, offer. Well, and that's because you got so it. You you have it. Okay, I was just going to say that's because the character of God is 100% just and 100% merciful at the same right. time, right? Right. And and that is a that is a structural answer, but the the answer that I was pursuing for 28 and a half years as I said was there is a basis for that answer, not just the structure of it as injustice mm. and and grace meeting together. Yeah. And so as I was thinking about that for 28 and a half years, I was reading uh, the scriptures uh, once, and then all of a sudden, boom, it, I mean, I, I, my eyes were open. I said, could that be? And then I went from the beginning of the Bible all the way to the end of the Bible. I said, it works here, it works here, it works here, it works. Uh-huh. It worked everywhere, and I said, oh, God's people are going to have to know this. So mm. that's why wow. I'm writing the book. Well, yeah. that is great. Hey, man, it's so good to hear from you. Thanks a lot for calling today, Pastor, okay? Yeah, I, I want to come and visit and talk to you more about that. Yeah, come on up to Bridgeway Community Church sometime, man. It'd be good to see you. I'm going to let you go so I can keep moving to other callers. I'm going to Se- Southern Maryland at this time to talk to Chris. Hi, Chris. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hey, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Thanks for calling me. <laughs> what are you thinking? Well, I, I got to I gotta share with you, brother. I, it, it should take less than two minutes a whole call, I hope, but... I'm actually from Severn, Maryland. Oh. And, uh, I, I was, uh, uh, my wife and I attended the church for uh, about 40 years, and, and God has released us from there. We were looking around for church, so we found Bridgeway. Oh, wow. And brother, i got to tell you something. We've been there three times, and the first time I came, I want to tell you something to you. You preached a Sunday service on Easter. That was incredible. That's where my question is. Mm. But the second time I came, you baptized everybody, half the people in the church. <laughs> up, and it was, it, was, it was unannounced. You remember that? I mean, I do. Their, they were in their, their Sunday best hair. Wow. With, and, and, you know, the women, they just, uh-huh. it, but praise God, it was just something that was so remarkable. Mm. But the third time I went, I, just, I don't know if it's helped or not, I brought two friends of mine from the Dominican Republic. Hmm. And I introduced you to them. I told you I was the 71 Mike. Ah, <laughs> I remember that. I met you out in Florida. But, brother, here, here's my question. Okay. When you preached, and I've shared it since, you preached and you talked about uh, Lucifer and, and the fall, and that and he took a third of the angels with him, but it was words to the effect that they, they were the worshipers, yeah. and that one day we will fill that space. Well, I was sharing that and that division uh, of responsibility between he and, and Gabriel and Michael, and a friend of mine, good friend, said, where did you get that from? I said, well, I heard it from Dr. Anderson, and, uh-huh. I, said, and I, 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 I have never heard him preach anything that does not line up with Scripture. Yeah. My question to you, Dr. Anderson, is how is it? How can I support that with something stronger than I heard it from Dr. Anderson? <laughs> well, you don't think that's enough? Come on. my brother my brother hey listen you know you know what if you uh if you go to the uh scriptures and i believe it's in ezekiel 28 let me just pull it out real quick about about who lucifer who lucifer is 
All right, so in Ezekiel yeah. 28, um, we find out who Lucifer is and why he became Satan. And we find out in verses uh, 14 through 17 uh, who Lucifer yeah. is. And we find out that he's basically the leader of the worship ministry. And so yep. he was the head of the cherubim. He was the anointed guardian cherub. And so he was our worship leader. And so when a third of the angels went with him, the assumption is that all the worshiping angels went with him as well. Now, let's just say that that is not thick, but thin. Um, I'm tracking, yes, sir. You know, so like the warring angels would be hanging out with with Michael and the message angels would be hanging out with Gabriel. And so if Gabriel had influence over, you know, if your choir director had influence over the choir and then the, the, the director left the church and it says that all the choir left with him or uh, a third of the people in the church went with, went, went with him and a third of those people were choir members and in music ministry, it's a great assumption that a large portion of them, if not exactly a third, uh, went with them. And so what you heard me talk about was what we are and we as human beings now become worshipers. So that, that's a vacuum. We now get to step into that, but by our own will, we get to choose to worship him because they will never be redeemed. Hey man, I got this break, but I love talking to you, man. God bless you. Okay. As do I. And praise God. You got to repeat that to a whole mm. another world of listening folks. God speak to you. my friend. Great question. I'll be right back. Got enough. This year, Sight and Sound Theaters invites you to experience the greatest rescue story of all time. Who exactly is he? I heard he's merely the son of a carpenter. He's a miracle worker, a healer, a prophet. This Jesus is a rebel. We must stop this radical. The Pharisees in Jerusalem call him an outlaw. This would be a very bad time to choose his son. Everything Jesus does points to love. Seen by nearly one million people in its debut year, the original stage production is returning for one last encore season. I have changed. That is who Jesus says I am. One man did all this. He is alive in us, and he can live in you too. Jesus. Live on stage at Sight and Sound Theaters in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Hi, Norm with A-Action. When you call A-Action, I'm the one that listens and assesses your customer need. I then assign the appropriate technician. Next, I monitor your call to be sure we have met our scheduling commitments and have the right parts to help solve your problem. When complete, we follow up to make sure that the job has been done right. At A-Action, customer satisfaction isn't just a concept. It's in our DNA. Give us a call at 703-922-1900. 703-922-1900. 703-922-1900. Hi, I'm Andrew Farley, author of Twisted Scripture, Untangling 45 Lies Christians Have Been Told. I'll be sending one lucky winner and a companion to Dallas, Texas for the Twisted Scripture Conference this November. Enter on this station's website and download my free guide to your identity in Christ. Hope to see you in Dallas. For more details and to enter to win, go to WAVA.com, keyword twisted. That's WAVA.com, type in the keyword twisted. Hey. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. 
The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! Welcome to the second half of the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you? It's open phone-in Friday. You've got me for another half hour, and you can ask me any question you want. Uh, We can talk about whatever it is you want because today's show is all about you. You need some wisdom. You have some theological questions, uh, maybe some philosophical ones. You just want to kick it around with a brother who doesn't know a lot, uh, but he knows something. And we've got the Word of God, so that's cool. We can always pray uh, for discernment as well. But uh, whatever you want to do, we've got time together. So I'm going to give you the number. Uh, and then I'm going to give a couple shout-outs for my Facebook page. So first of all, here's my number if you want to call me. Now's the time to get in where you fit in. And I say that because I have open lines, and if you want to grab one, God's leading you to do that, uh, even just to kick it and have an encouraging conversation, get some advice, now's the time. The number is 888-432-7434. 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge. Some of you are driving across one right now. 888-43-BRIDGE. Well, big shout-out to uh, R.G. Romero. Thanks a lot for tuning in. D. Bird and Kevin Ashford and Noveen Sergeant Crosley. Big hello to you. Uh, and also, uh, Kimberly Williams, thank you so much for checking in. And Danita Drake, big shout-out uh, to you. So check out what Connie Robinson says. She says, good afternoon, Dr. Anderson, and thank you for contacting connecting me with Dr. Uh, David Ward. He's the um, professor from Omega Graduate School that was a guest this week. His advice was gracious and very helpful. I thank God for you both. Again, thank you for both for being obedient to the Holy Spirit. Blessings and happy Father's Day. Yay! Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I'm so glad you connected with Dr. David Ward. If any of you are looking for a master's or graduate school education, I'm the chancellor of Omega Graduate School. Omega stands for the Oxford Method of Graduating Adults. Okay, the Oxford Method of Educating Graduate Adults. And so uh, you are a social uh, professional. Uh, You're somebody who wants to get your doctor of philosophy, but you don't want to leave your job, but you'd like to do some research to add power uh, to the things that you are thinking these days. Uh, or you want to advance in your career, at least call Dr. David Ward. I have put him on notice that I want him to take calls from all of my listeners uh, to talk with them about maybe God's call in their life regarding education. Many of you have followed up on that, and I know you're blessed because of it. If you want to call Dr. David Ward, let me give you his phone number right now. Okay, it hits him right on his hip. You just tell him Dr. Anderson sent you 1-800-933-6188. That's 
6188. Um, now, uh, St. Agnes Primary asks me about the Sabbath day and why people don't take it seriously. Well, I think it's something we ought to take seriously, rest. That's why I take a sabbatical every year. But a Sabbath is a weekly time of resting and reflecting on the Lord and worshiping him. Some people do it on Sunday as they worship God uh, in church. Others do it on Saturday. But God did put a day out of the seven where we would take a break, relax, and worship and reflect on him. So we should uh, take it seriously, whatever the day of the week is. We don't legalistically have to do it on Saturdays. Um, but, you know, that was the actual day that the Lord chose uh, in creation. Of course, then once Jesus rose again uh, from the dead on the first day of the week, uh, which was Sunday, that's when uh, many in the Christian church decided that would be the day of worship. So there you have it. All right. I want to go to Fredericksburg, Virginia, and talk to Buck, who's on the line. Hi, Buck. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm doing fine, sir. How you doing today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with a brother. <laughs> Tell me what you're thinking. Hey, that's great. Hey, for the reason why I'm calling, uh, I go to a multicultural church down here, but um, yeah. it's kind of Southern Baptist. <laughs> okay. And the, uh, the pastor, he don't believe in women should be uh, pastors of a church. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I grew up and there were some women speakers in my church when mm-hmm. I and I served in a couple of church where women was associate assistant pastors. Mm-hmm. But uh, the church I'm in right now, you don't believe in women should be nowhere in a pulpit. pulpit. And I'm like, I just want to make sure I'm in the right church or I'm in a cult. If I just want to make sure. <laughs> okay. Because if I'm in a cult, I want to go ahead and find a new church. Yeah. Hey, you're not in a cult, okay? You simply have a pastor who's still holding on to the traditional conservative view that he thinks the Bible uh, supports. And I understand it. I used to hold that view. It's not a cult. It's just a more conservative view of Scripture. Um, I, I think that I can argue um, the other side of it. And, 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 you know, I don't want you to be arguing with your pastor. If you need to go to another church, that's on you. But this may be the issue. It may not be the issue. I'm going to leave that to you and the Holy Spirit. But you're not in a cult. But you do have a very traditional conservative pastor who believes that because God created male first, female second out of him, that she ought to, uh, you know, not utilize her gifts uh, without male covering. And so, therefore, only the man of God can teach the word of God. And so then they've created all these other boundaries that really aren't in Scripture, including a woman can't be on the platform. You know, why? Where does it say she can't be on the platform? You know, or she can't read Scripture or she can't teach. And so there are passages that talk about women teaching men. There are passages only. And there are passages where she can only teach women and younger children. Those are true passages, and that truly was um, the the day that they were in. But you got to remember, when you had Acts chapter 2, the Scripture said uh, that at that point that the Spirit of God would fall on men and women and uh, sons and daughters, and that then uh, they would prophesy. Prophesy is preaching, which is the highest of all the communication, and so therefore— uh, I would say that women can indeed preach and teach. I do b- still believe in male covering, however. So in my church, as long as I'm at the head, she can do anything because I am covering all my leaders. Hey, I got to run, man. I got this break, Buck, but I'll be back. When asked the question,
question raised by her professor. Why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Bibiuhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition. Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Big shout-out to Giovanna, who's been my engineer today. Thank you, Giovanna, throwing in the music and making sure your calls get through. So here's my number in case you want to get in, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to, let's see, on the road in D.C., Robert is waiting. So let me go there. Hey, Robert, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hey, hey, Dr. Anderson. Long time listener. I'm first time calling. Love it. Um, uh, I got a question. I was reading the chapter, uh, first chapter on Genesis last night. Yeah. And the question came up as to, uh, you know, God created everything, including man, in his own image. Yeah. But the question that came up was, uh, we didn't, you don't read anything about the angels. Uh-huh. Nothing is mentioned about the angels. So the question... The question, the proverbial question is, the angels were created before that time by God, or it was after? Uh, the angels were probably created because, way before uh, creation uh, of of okay. the universe it wasn't mentioned in the, and humanity. In the yeah, it wasn't mentioned in... Yeah. yeah. Well, let me give it you... It wasn't mentioned in chapter one at all. Yeah, let me give you an example. You know, when you get to um, chapter two and three... You notice that in chapter 3 that the woman was in communication with the serpent, right? Right. Now, remember that the serpent was who? Do you remember who the serpent was? Uh, Well, the serpent was the uh, the one who was with... uh, 
Adam and Eve, right? That's right. But do you do you know who the serpent is? No. Okay. Well, let me tell you, the serpent was Satan. Right. Now, do you remember what who Satan was before the fall? Right. Right. He was an angel, right? Named Lucifer. Angel. And, and we talked Lucifer, about yeah. I talked about this with another caller in Ezekiel twenty eight. He was Lucifer. Once he rebelled against God, him and a third of the angels were kicked down to where? Out of heaven. And now where do we find yes. where do we find uh, Lucifer, who's now known as Satan? We find him on the earth. Satan, yeah. Right? Yes. And so cl yes. clearly the angels were before the creation of the heavens and the earth as we know them. Okay. Right? So is that is that okay. help is that yeah. helpful to you? Yeah, I think it helped because yeah, we you know, since we're talking about creation, you, somebody posed that question as to where were the angels? Were they around? Mm -hmm. If you were, how come it's not mentioned? Yeah. They were not mentioned in it. And yet but I I presume my presumption is that they were created way before that. Yeah, and now we know that they are, and now we know they are mentioned because Satan is an angel who has fallen, and that's what makes him um, a, a fallen angel. So now we already know that they were already created, and then we can look at other passages like in uh, Hebrews one, where you know angels had already be, were created. So we know they're created beings, but timing-wise, they were before humans, and and that's why when you read like um, I believe Psalm chapter eight. Uh, I want you to right. notice what it says. I'll leave you with this this one, but now it's just coming to mind as you brought this up. And what a beautiful passage for those that read Psalm 8. They always love this passage, but it says, "Our O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens from the lips of children and infants. You have ordained praise because of your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. And then check it out. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place. What is man that you are mindful of him? So he's talking about creation. And he says, what is man, the son of man that you care for him? And in this, the next verse, I want you to see, you made him a little lower than the angels and crowned him with glory and honor. So it seems like the angels were already existing and now he creates man. But what is man? You made him lower than the angels. So anyway, there are a couple of passages there that might help you, okay? All right. So that's Psalm 8, you said? Psalm chapter 8. That's right. Which we one did you? Okay, Psalm chapter 8. Okay, got you. All right, I'm my friend. I'm going to read that, too. Please right. do. Blessings to you now. And let me go to Ray. Ray is in um, Hyattsville, Maryland. I grew up in Hyattsville for a while. How you doing, Ray? I'm doing good, um, uh, Dr. D. Um, my um, inquiry is... I don't. Um, I'm a new. I'm a new um, child of God, okay. and um, I haven't. I have never been this diligent in seeking God's face, mm -hmm. and and I'm single. Okay. I don't have a, a wife. Okay. Um, I I prayed uh, some years ago that I I pray for God to bring me or introduce me to my wife, and I stopped dating and going out and everything okay and i don't hear or, or see too much teachings on being a single christian how are we supposed to um 
how we supposed to uh, um, uh, grow as a single person. Uh, um, uh, everything seems to be geared towards teaching uh, married couples, uh-huh. but it's not too much on on single single men and women. Yeah. You know, um, I, it seems to be once a man gets married or, or whatever, uh, they no longer uh, give a testimony of of their of their work with Christ as a single person or whatever. So, yeah. I need to know. Because it's a lonely, it's a lonely, um, it's a lonely walk, you know. It's yeah. a long time. Yeah, well, first, you know? first of all, you know? I, I'm with you. I don't think that uh, we talk uh, to singles enough. Uh, honor them, lift them up, and give examples uh, for them uh, to grow in their faith. And there are not a lot of churches that have sing- a ministry of singles. And so, I would say, make sure you get connected to a church that has a ministry for singles. And good news about singles ministry, you don't have to go to singles ministry in your church alone. There are singles ministries in many other churches, and they allow other singles to come in, whether they are part of that church or not. And so, Ray, I would say, practically speaking, get connected to some singles groups, okay, in other churches. Okay. Um, is is there, is there a book in the Bible that, that um, ministers to single men and women? that uh, you can always go to the Bible to, to get some encouraging living word from God? Yeah, you know, you've got uh, all throughout the scriptures, you've got uh, single heroes. Uh, so look at their look at their lives. You know, Paul was single. He talked a lot about his singleness. Yeah. Jesus was single. So your yeah. Savior himself was single. Uh, and then, you know, all throughout yeah. Uh, all throughout the scriptures, you've got singles as well as marriage, but most of your disciples, uh, a good number of them uh, were single as well. Then you have books like the book of Ruth, where Naomi was single and Ruth was single. But of course, the story is she finally found a husband. So it kind of like, OK, well, maybe not so much, you know, that that type of thing. But yes. I, but I do understand, yeah. understand your difficulty because it can be lonely. And I would say focus on friendship, but put yourself out there where other single people are, you know, so you can have those kind of friends. And then out of friendship, sometimes romance develops. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. May, may God, though, give you the strength and give you the companionship and give you the wisdom so you can find some other singles to hang out with, Ray, because I know it can be lonely and we don't want you out there. Uh, without any community and any uh, encouragement. So I pray today that God would answer that prayer for you, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. God bless you. you. That's Ray in Hyattsville, Maryland. And, Lord, we do pray for those that are single. And, Lord, we know you can be married and lonely. You can be single and lonely. And so uh, marriage doesn't solve that problem. But uh, we do need companionship. We need friendship. And we need fellowship. And so, God, I pray that you would provide that not only for Ray, but for all of my single listeners uh, on uh, today. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. Now, as soon as I get back from my break, I'm going to see if I can catch one last call. Aridia, why don't you hold on? If you're there, I'll grab you really quickly when I come back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. Exclusions apply. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, my glasses and contacts are a pain. I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices, as low as $220 per eye with an absolutely free consultation. Text START to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use advanced FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK for as low as $220 per eye. Text START to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's S-T-A-R-T to 350350. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts CLAIM to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting CLAIM to 88988. That's C-L-A-I-M to 88988. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen, and it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 1012 This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your support. Hey, and don't forget that on Saturday nights, I got a Saturday night special show just for you at 7 p.m. on this station every single 
Saturday. And remember, you know, the Anderson's personal yard specialist. I've told you about Fidel Lopez before. He runs Innovationscapes LLC. And if you need your lawn care done, you need flowers, you need bushes, whatever it is, he can make your uh, landscaping look like a million bucks. Somebody came by the house yesterday and said, oh my gosh, is, are you, you got a landscaper? I was like, yeah, I sure do. His name's Fidel Lopez. Him and his crew hook us up. So if you're under the sound of my voice, make sure you give him a call. Tell him, hey, I want to hook up too. Can you make my yard look as good as Dr. Anderson? 240-516-4967. That's his number if you want to call him today. Here it is one more time. 240-516-4967. Let me take my final call. This is Aridia, and she's in Silver Spring, Maryland. Hello, Aridia. How are you? Hi, Dr. Davidson. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. What are you thinking today, Miss Aridia? Well, I am calling just to thank you and lift you up. You're doing such a wonderful job. Aww. And to wish you a very happy Father's Day weekend. Oh, aren't you kind? That was a great way to end my show with such a warm uh, welcome and thank uh, wishes. So thank you for that. Okay, Aridia? Save the last for the best. That's right. The best for last, and that is you. And I want to say thank you. You have a great weekend there in Silver Spring, Maryland, okay? Thank you so much. Hey, I I got one question for you, Aridio. So next time you uh, uh, give me a call, I'm going to ask you how I can pray for you. So you give me a call and let me know how I can pray for you, okay? Hey, listen, in just a moment, I am going to end the show and let you listen to our uh, song that we like to close out with every single uh, show, you know, that Jesus is love. And so just sit back, relax, and enjoy a little bit of Lionel Richie even now. Are you ready for it? Come on, let's go. Heavenly Father, as we end the show, we just are reminded that you are love, and we thank you uh, that uh, you loved us so much that you gave us your one and only son, that whoever would believe in him, would not perish, but have everlasting life. Lord, it's in your name we say thank you. Amen and amen. Father, help your children and don't let them fall by the side of the road. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.